This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. It's time for a one of a kind poker party. Poker Night in America is streaming live from Studio 52 in Las Vegas. Join us nightly at 8 p.m. Eastern Time as some of the biggest names in poker play in the ultimate house game. Watch on the Poker Night in America channel on YouTube and Twitch or go to pokernight.com. Poker Night in America is back and ready to party. Hey everybody, welcome back to Extra Time, the Primera Liga edition with myself, Harry Simu, and the main man, Mr. Carlos Santos. Carlos, how are you? Uh, how are you feeling? How are you doing? Um, yeah, what's been going on? Uh, yeah, um, look, I'm, uh, I'm doing well. I've, uh, I've been uh, sick, as I said in the last show. But uh, yeah, I'm in Algeria right now. Uh, weather is not good. Competition uh, is uh, is a big challenge, but it's amazing. It's been amazing. So uh, yes, it's uh, it's been it's been a very very busy couple of weeks, months even. <laughs> but we are here again. And look, I did so bad last time that the boss decided to give me a week off. Right? <laughs> so let's let's try to get back on track. <laughs> he put you on the substitutes bench for the week. <laughs> Squad rotation. Um, uh... I have to apologize in advance for my croakiness. Uh, I am suffering from a bit of man flu, uh, as uh, as Carlos did uh, a couple of weeks ago. I am struggling today. So if I'm a little bit quiet, if I'm a little bit less talkative, that is why. Uh, best place to start off, though, is uh, to start off with the uh, betting weekly handicappers league table. Uh, Primera Liga, uh, we're down in fifth place at the moment, but we are in profit still, Carlos. We are uh, still bringing in the money for the uh, for the betters of course, uh, which is great. But um, I think we can close the gap, can't we, on the Champions League boys and, and on the Serie A, EPL and Liga and teams between now and the end of the season? Yeah, I believe so. I believe so. We had a, we had a, a week where I was uh, sick and I warned everyone, you know, maybe I even, uh, you know, I was contagious. Maybe now you're sick because of me, you know, these internet things are getting more and more advanced. So maybe you now you can pass virus <laughs> from... Uh, from when we're on a video call, I don't know, but yeah, uh, yeah, I think this week we got a, we got a. Um, I wouldn't call it safer bets, but I would say that um, I'm feeling I'm feeling good about this week. And uh, compared to the, when compared to the other one, it was the first week after the World Cup as well. You know, some things are going to be off. And look, our bets didn't go the wrong way, but they didn't happen as expected. For example, I was counting on Braca to concede a goal but also to have over 2.5 in that game. And easily they won by 4-0. And Santa Clara had a couple of chances where they could have uh, gotten a goal back. But look, it, our bets didn't go the complete opposite way. We just lacked a bit of luck. But it was the first, uh, the first week after the World Cup. Now it's the third. We have a bit more information. Teams are different. We can start seeing some changes. Transfer market is here. 
you know, atmospheres in the dressing rooms are a bit affected too. So um, I think this uh, this week we're gonna we're gonna close the gap on the Champions League, guys. Fingers crossed. Let's do it then. Let's dive into those picks. Let's start with uh, the game between Casapia and Gil Vicente. Uh, talk us uh, through this one, Carlos. What's your thinking and what is your pick here? Yeah, so last weekend, uh, Casapia had an unexpected loss against Sturil. They were playing away from home, but they are, but they are very, very, very strong when they play away. Uh, they lost by 2-0. Uh, just as a reference, Francisco Geraldo, he was coming off an injury for Sturil, and he's the maestro, he's the poet. And he uh, he got back and really make an, had an impact in the game, and that was one of the reasons why Casapia couldn't, uh, couldn't get their usual result of nil-nil or one-nil for them. It's because he Geraldo was just too inspired and they couldn't lead, they couldn't deal with them. Um, but they are still the, the most surprising team of the season. Okay. Let's not forget that they came, they were promoted from the from the second division. And they are fifth right now. Okay, so that's that's quite a that's quite a mark that they're uh, that they're going on. Um, and 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 now you start wondering can they keep this up? Because right now they are fifth with 27 points. They were promoted from the first league. And their results, their their goal difference, it's amazing. You know, the, what how they are here in the, in the fifth spot, it's really, really strange. I'm going to get into the goals a bit longer. But they are there. It's with tremendous defense, not a lot of goals in their games. And that's why the bet is for an X2, so a draw or uh, win away for Gilles Vicente and under 3.5. I'm going with the under 3.5 to add a bit to our uh, to our bet at 195, okay? So then on the other side, we had Gilles Vicente, who on the other way is actually improving their form, okay? I've, I had mentioned them previously in one of our, in, in several of our shows, that they had an amazing, one of the best seasons that the team has ever had in the, in history, in its history, last season, and then it come, came down. But suddenly, it looks like they're getting their form back. You know, not even after the World Cup, even before the World Cup, they were starting to show a bit more of what they showed last season. And uh, they just came off last week in the amazing turnaround win against Vitoria. They were losing 1-0. And then thanks to, uh, to a red card, they were able to come back and really to win the game in a very, very uh, tough match, which always is. And... Um, the record has been improving against teams that are in the same level as them. And even though Juvicent right now, they're at just near the relegation zone, they're a good team. I still say this. They're a good team. They can get there, you know? So there's no history between these two sides. Uh, this is the first time that they're going to that they're gonna face each other. Um, when we get into the goals, and this is what still amazes me, is that Casapia are fifth, but they have 15 goals scored. They're one of the. When we look at the Gilles Vicente, can you guess how many goals Gilles Vicente has? I'm, well, because you're asking me, I'm going to say that they've probably got more than the 15 that Casapier got. So, 20? No, 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 almost, almost. Uh, Gilles Vicente, Gilles Vicente, they have uh, 14 goals scored. And they're 15th, and they're 10 spots away from Casapier, who are 50, 15 goals scored. You know that's just amazing when you look at that. There's a, not a lot of goals in their in their in their matches. So the other fact as well is that Casapia plays way better away from home than they do uh, than they do um, than they do when they play in front of their own fans. And uh, that's that's why I was surprised with the result they had against Sturil. Um, they have 
16 points away from home and they have 11 when they play at home. So this is already another thing that's not very um, common when you look at a team that's fifth place. Then another 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 factor you can look at is that Jill scores uh, as much away as they do at home. So they have 14 goals, seven away, seven at home. And um, yeah, the bet is for X or two, so draw or a win away from home for Gil Vicente, okay? And under uh, 3.5 goals. It's a, it's a parlay that I'm doing here at 195. And with Gil's form going up and some questions coming up as well about Casapia's performance in the second half of the league, uh, I'm confident that these two sides will, um, will create a tight match, one that won't have a lot of goals. And... Um, this is one that I think that Gil Vicente really can surprise by what they have been showing lately. So X2 plus under 3.5 at 195, I think it's, uh, it's, it's a bet that I'm confident on. Brilliant stuff. Interesting pick that. Uh, let's take it on then. Sporting uh, take on Vizela. Sporting, of course, in fourth place in the league currently. Um, talk to us about your thinking behind this one and how you think this match is going to go. Yeah, this is always a tricky bet. Uh, sporting to score in bo- both halves at uh, at 191. It's always a tricky bet when you have a, a team scoring in both halves. But we've won a few of those already with Mefica. And now that Mefica let us down last week, I said, OK, let's go to Sporting. Let's see what they can give us. Uh, <laughs> they're not looking as consistent as they were before, uh, before the World Cup. They had a, a strange loss against Maritimo a couple of weeks ago. Uh, their match against Benfica also could have been better, but they still drew 2-2. I still think that they are not as consistent. They're not as strong. Another thing that we have to consider is that Morita is doubtful. We don't know if he's going to play. Atmosphere in the dressing room, a bit affected by the transfer market. There are a couple of players that are on their way out, apparently. Tottenham just had a, just had a news regarding the value of Pedro Poirot, the right back which is 45 million euros. These values that they put up on the players, sometimes, you know, it's just a number because they'll get there, even if they loan a player or if, uh, you know, they get they get to a, to, a, to a consensus. And I believe that some important players might be leaving sporting and their performance is affected by what's going on besides, um, besides the pitch. You know, so I'm counting on a a strong performance from Sporting here, okay? I think Sporting will put up a good performance even though these things are going on because their fans are not happy with the result against Befica. They wanted the win, even though it's a match against Befica. They always want to win. It's it's the derby, the big big derby. But yeah, the transfer transfer market isn't good for them. Um, On the other side, we have Vizela, who's... um, since the World Cup break has been stronger, they had two wins for three nil, and uh, that's, that's uh, both of them at home. So two wins for three nil. It's something that is already a, a very big improvement for Vizela in terms of offensive uh, performances of what they've been showing before the break. You know, uh, I, I don't I don't think this is uh, this is bad news for us because uh, they are at full strength and they are going to make Sporting work for it. And uh, if they're going to make Sporting work for it, their aggressive attitude, sometimes they can create, they proved already this season that they can upset the big clubs. And they, they are trying to do that again. So 
they're gonna make they're gonna make it work. Sporting on on another side, when we look at the results between these two sides, they won the eight matches that they've had against Vizela over the course of uh, over the course of the history. And then home stats for Sporting. They thrive at home offensively. Okay, they have 19 goals scored and only four conceded. So my question is, are they gonna win? Well, yeah, I believe they're going to win it. They're going to win it. The history tells us that. Their form at home this season tells us that. The goals that they score at home tells us that they can score more than one. And that's where I'm just... I'm really waiting for them to score um, two goals, at least. And one of them in each half. I think that they've been showing so much aggressiveness at home that this is not a bad bet by itself. It's one bet. Okay, we're not combining anything. We're just we just want them to score in both halves. And given the record that they have this season, I think that we can see that happen. Brilliant stuff. Uh, I agree with you. And the price is really appealing as well. When you think about what you've just said, how frequently they score goals at home, how aggressive they are uh, offensively to to get this price for them to score in both halves feels like the kind of pick that you just can't ignore. Um, let's take it on then to the final game. Uh, Porto taking on uh, Vitoria. Uh, talk to us a little bit about this one because this is a, you know, traditionally someone that maybe doesn't follow the Portuguese league as closely might look at this and go, well, this is guaranteed for Porto. But Vitoria have had a good season. Vitoria not only has, has had a good season, but as you said, and well, the matches between these two teams are high intensity matches. Okay, when we look at the record, that we find between these two sides in the past years. Yes, Porto has been way superior, okay? They, uh, they, uh, the last five matches were all losses for Vitoria, okay? But that doesn't mean that these matches are easy. They were all for the narrow margin, okay? One goal distance. The bet that we're going here is for both, uh, for both teams to score, and it's at 189. Porto is coming from uh, two strong wins, two strong wins in a row, um, they scored uh, bo- four, four goals in both of them. Uh, the coach, on the other hand, when we look at what Sergio Conceição said in the last few matches, in the in the last press conference, sorry, is despite the team scoring four goals, he didn't like what he saw defensively. And I'm totally on board with what he said because uh, besides the content he spoke about, I didn't like the content. What does this mean? This means that he didn't like the way the team played and the way they felt. Yes, they were efficient offensively, but how were the processes? How was the flow of the game of Porto? And it hasn't been good. Defensively, they weren't as consistent. You know, So that's something that we need to look at when we uh, ask for uh, both sides to score in this one. They have no new injuries. Vitoria and, and their side, they're coming off uh, um, the World Cup break. The, they, they, they're, they're, they've been off their game since the World Cup break. And the loss against Gil Vicente, yes, it was also due to a red card, but it shows that they are not there. So they've been good so far. Initially, when the season started, it seems like they were going down and down and down. And then they started coming up. And then they started becoming the Vitoria that everyone in Portugal is used to seeing. Um, but I don't think they are as consistent now. Um, they did have two good outings in the last two matches. But still, it wasn't as confident. It wasn't as safe. And they did lose last match. Okay, So we have to consider that as well. 
They don't score a lot, but they have uh, nine goals scored in uh, their uh, their eight matches away. So we are talking about Dragão. It's not an easy uh, stadium to score at, but I'm going against that. Okay, I believe that both teams uh, both teams can score, and they both scored in three of the last five matches between these two sides. Okay, the one that I was talking about, the narrow margin, Vitoria scored in three of those five matches, okay? Porto is uh, looking strong off the World Cup break. Uh, Vitoria has been looking for a win for a win for too long. They haven't won in uh, seven matches, if we count with the League Cup. So I believe that they're going to be aggressive, okay? And uh, I'm not going for a clear Porto win, because between these two sides, usually it's never a long uh, goal gap. But I believe that after watching the last two matches, um, Vitoria will have a word to say. They are aggressive and they want a result. Okay, They're not just going to lay down and wait for Porto to do their game. They're going to try to play their game too. Porto will have more possession as expected, but Vitoria will go for counter-attacking football. And they're going to try to get something out of this game. So both teams to score 189. I believe that the moment where these teams are right now, it would not be surprising to see at all. Brilliant stuff. Uh, let's just round up the picks then. So Casapia against uh, Gil Vicente. You've gone for the away side or a draw and under three and a half goals. That's at 195. Uh, you've gone for Sporting to score in both halves at home to Vizela. That's at 191. And finally, both teams to score at 189 in the clash between Porto and Vitoria. Really good stuff, uh, Carlos. Thank you. Uh, so so much as always for your fantastic picks and we'll be back next week uh, to review them to make sense of them uh, to assess how they went and then of course look ahead to the next week make sure that you are subscribed to the bet rivers network youtube channel make sure that you are subscribed on whichever podcast platform it is that you prefer please do leave us a review as well that really really does help and be sure to follow the joint handle uh, manned by all of our handicappers right across the network at because we win on Twitter. Thank you all so much and we'll see you all next time. Until then, goodbye. Thanks for listening to Betting Weekly Extra Time on the Bet Rivers Network.